Ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast on this Sunday evening. Many people have been writing me throughout the day today. And first, I want to apologize if I'm not able to get back to you. We have had an unprecedented amount of uh, emails, phone calls, text messages, just every type of communication you could possibly think of. And I'm trying to get back to as many people as we can, but uh, obviously we're inundated right now. So please forgive me. Before I get started, please share and like the video. Uh, share it, get it out there to as many people as you can so we can get this information out there. It's crucial, critical, and important that the American people understand what's going on in our country right now. And uh, we need to be informed. Unfortunately, the mainstream news is not doing a good job of reporting as usual. In fact, this time they're doing a complete media blackout of the truth. And so that's why it's critical to get this type of broadcasting information out there so that people that are seeking true information can get the information. And while I say that, there is a tremendous amount of censorship that's also unfortunately going on right now. We're all seeing it. There's a massive influx of people going over to Parler. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later. Uh, but but the, one of the reasons for that is because people are seeing that there's so much censorship that's happening and they're fed up with it. And so that's why people are getting off Facebook and Twitter and some of these other platforms from these tech giants that have been doing just a tremendous amount of censorship. So Thank you for sharing the video. You can also go to toddcoconado.com. It's my name.com. Join our newsletter. That's always a, a, a last line of defense for us in case we get banned from all these platforms. It's a way that we can keep in communication with you. I'm not going to give out your email. I'm not going to sell it. I'm just simply going to have it so that we can be in touch with you. You can go to toddcoconado.com or you can go to remnantnews, rmntnews.com rmntnews.com, theremnantnews.com, or remnant.news. So it's one of those three, rmntnews.com, remnant.news, or theremnantnews.com. You can also go to notsosilentmajority.org, notsosilentmajority.org. So you have plenty of ways to get in touch. Thank you. Thank you for being in touch. Thank you for being a truth seeker. Thank you for caring. And uh, it means so much to us, and I know it means a lot to the Lord as well. So I told you guys we were going to have a lot of information tonight, and I have a lot of information. So I want to go through as many of these things as I can and get this information out. Of course, one of the top things that people have been asking me over the course of the last 24 to 48 hours is about the watermark. Everybody wants to know, is there a watermark? So I have gotten more information on this. And what we're finding out is, is that on the official ballots, there may be some characteristics, which, uh, you know, somebody who was trying to commit fraud did not know about, but it's not going to be what you think when it comes to the watermark. At least that's what we're hearing. I don't think that's going to be the way that they're going to uh, differentiate per se, but there may be some characteristics on there uh, if it was a completely fraudulent ballot. But the problem is, is, is this, is that a lot of people, even with the fraud, are still going to use real official ballots. They're just going to take those ballots and they're going to, you know, fill them in. And, uh, and, but that doesn't mean the ballot itself isn't a real ballot. It's just the person who voted is not real or they shouldn't be voting or they're, you know, a plethora of reasons why the, the vote itself is illegal, but the ballot is not necessarily illegal. So that's why 
you know, there may be some characteristics. People are telling me there may be some characteristics when it comes to the official ballots versus something that was a fraudulent, completely printed or made up by somebody else that they may not have known about with characteristics from an official ballot. But that's probably not going to be the diff, you know, the big factor here when it comes to discovering the fraud. So that's what I'm hearing. I can't say it's 100 percent the case. I, you know, maybe there's something out there that I don't know about. But from the people that I've talked to, that's what they've said. And because there's different ballots made in different places and, and there's a bunch of different reasons why that would be. So, uh, it, you know, the watermark thing is not 100% accurate. But again, there could be some information that I don't know or that we haven't been able to get to that could prove me wrong on that. But from what I'm hearing from most people that are pretty high level people, they're telling me that's not necessarily the case. But don't fret because I'm going to break down a bunch of other things that are going to give you hope tonight when it comes to the fraud and catching the fraud. So uh, first of all, another question that people are asking me is why is the DOJ not involved? Well, I want to answer that question right now. The DOJ is involved. Uh, you may not be hearing about it yet, uh, but they will be more involved in the days and weeks ahead. This is going to be a lengthy process, ladies and gentlemen, because what's going to happen is, is they're not really, this isn't just about this particular election cycle. Now, I know everybody right now is freaking out because many people are, know the ramifications and the consequences if someone like Joe Biden or Camilla Harris were to uh, obtain the White House. And so, you know, the mainstream media is out there and they're, they're, they're proclaiming Joe Biden is one and many people in America and around the world are believing this as well. And so people are, are very nervous about this because they're seeing this whole media narrative play out. One thing we have to remember, this is the same media that perpetuated the Russian collusion delusion. This is the same media that pushed the uh, Ukraine hoax. This is the same media that talked about a P-tape. This is the same media that pushed Stormy Daniels. This is the same media that said Don Jr. called his dad about a Russian uh, connection in, in, the, in the Trump, you know, remember Trump Tower meeting. How much of that proved to be true? None of it, actually. It was all proved later, but these things took time to come out and to be proven. And so that's what we have to remember. This is that same Trump frenzy, Trump derangement syndrome, media, cabal, deep state, you know, all the same actors that are, that are absolutely panicked if Donald Trump would get a second term because they know that they would be outed, exposed, and I believe many of them would even end up in jail because of the crimes that they've committed. They're not just crimes... Uh, you know, blue collar crimes, some of them are very deep crimes and they're crimes that would have pretty substantial consequences. So when you see people in, in lack of a better term manifesting from a spiritual standpoint, we know that there's a reason they're, they're freaking out for a reason, probably because they know that if Donald Trump gets a second term, they're going to probably be exposed and outed and uh, it's going to be a very, very bad situation for them. So what we're seeing, unfortunately, is we're seeing people on both sides of the aisle. There's Republicans that are capitulating. These are Republicans in name only. These are people that have their own interests. Like, for instance, uh, Mitt Romney, whose son had dealings with Ukraine, who he knows that if, you know, President Trump gets in the White House for another four years, he's probably going to be exposed along with the Bidens and the others that are involved in uh, Burisma and the laptop situation and all the different, uh, you know, nefarious dealings with Ukraine. So there's, there's several different things that are playing out at once here. So when you see a Republican either saying, well, let's wait for 2024 and, you know, President Trump should be conceding or any of those types of, of you know, quotes that you may hear, 
it's probably because either that person is outing themselves as somebody who's not really willing to stand with President Trump because they probably have some uh, stake in the game when it comes to the swamp and things that would probably come out uh, in, a, in a second term with President Trump. Now, many people have said, well, you know, the Democrats never get in trouble and, you know, Hillary Clinton still hasn't been arrested and all these different things. And I want to explain this because in the first term of President Trump, not only did he have to deal with so many things like the Russian collusion, like the uh, you know Ukraine hoax and the impeachment and all that different stuff, but while he was doing that, this man is so you know resilient, and really that's why they call him Teflon Don. Is is that throughout that process, he was still making America great again. He was still bringing back jobs in manufacturing. He was still helping bring them you know the most successful uh, jobs rate, lowest jobs unemployment rate that we've seen in decades, if not all time, for some categories. He was uh, right siding the trade deals and you know stopping NAFTA and stopping the you know TPP from happening and just you know I can go on and on with all his accomplishments and we can list those out. But many of you already know the many things that he was able to accomplish. It's, but not only was he doing that, he was, he was putting in uh, judges and hundreds of judges, not just in the Supreme Court where he now has three appointees, but he also has put in hundreds of judges in the lower courts. And this is very significant because during the Obama administration, many of these judges that were put in were activist judges. And so the president has been putting in constitutional loving and respecting judges throughout the country that will rule not according to their own uh, you know, desire, but according to the constitution, the law of the land. That's very critical and important. And so we needed to have those type of judges in place in order for there to ever be justice. And so if some of the people that, you know, you and I would have loved to see arrested in the first term, because we know that they've obviously done crimes, they could have gone before an activist judge or an Obama appointee or a circuit judge that was an activist or, you know, whatever the case may be. And then there would have never been justice. So we needed to have time to root out these people, to root out people in the intelligence community, to root out people in government, because the swamp is deep and wide. And so this has all been taking place in the first term of President Trump. So now we get to the election. So we're in another what I call event. And what I mean by that is just like the Russian collusion delusion, just like the Ukraine hoax, this is an event. And uh, what they're trying to do is project. And that's why they're even saying the projected nominee, because it is a projection. They're projecting that Biden has won. They're projecting that he's the president elect. They're doing that as a psychological warfare operation so that you and I will give up and we'll put our heads down and we'll say, I can't believe it. I can't believe all these people voted for Biden. Wow, it must be more people than I thought. When in reality, that's not the case. And that's why I'm going to get into some of these other things today. So it's very important we stay the course We get up every day, we pray, we fast, we stand with our president, we don't back down, and we understand what's at stake. I really believe the church is able to deliver this and bring this home. And I'm going to tell you why, because the church has authority. The church has authority in the supernatural. But what we need to do is press in fast, because the Bible says some things only through prayer and fasting. So we need to fast and we need to pray this through. And that's why that's been literally like the hashtag of this whole thing, pray this through, because that's what the word of the Lord was, is that we're going to need to pray this through all the way until the end, until the person is nominated, which I believe will be in the end, Donald J. Trump. I know that seems crazy right now to some people, especially when you watch the mainstream news. But when you understand all the things that we are now looking into, you understand that's actually not a long shot, not even close to being a long shot. It's very much that the president is still in this game and he actually has the advantage. I'm going to explain why. So many of these ballots that have come in in precincts all around the country, the ones that came in 
after the election night, the ones that came in that changed and altered the numbers dramatically. Think Wisconsin, think uh, Michigan, think some of these other states, Georgia, where we've seen a big swing. And on election night, uh, the president has substantially Pennsylvania, right? Uh, 700,000 points he was ahead, I think, you know, or 700,000 votes. And that shifted. And so what we're finding now is some of these mail-in ballots, again, these could be official ballots, but they were filled out fraudulently or the person just simply doesn't exist. Uh, or, or they were sent to somebody who was dead or, you know, somebody who, and somehow they registered and they, and they responded, right? And so we know there's a tremendous amount of fraud that's taken place here on so many different levels. One of the ways that, that we've noticed this is in videos. We've seen people actually filling out the ballots. And so in those cases, those people are going to be looked into by the Department of Justice. And there are already people that have been arrested for fraud. You may not hear that, but there have been a few people that have already been arrested. I heard of a case out of Texas. Uh, there was another case that I posted last night. So there are being there are people that are being arrested already, uh, but you're not hearing that. But there is some fraud coming out. But these ballots that just have Biden, they must have been filled out fast because they were filled out just for the president. And then the rest wasn't filled out. And there's a substantial amount more of them for Joe Biden. In fact, there was none for Donald Trump. So, you know, very suspicious. And that's probably why they didn't want the challengers and people from the Trump team in places like Pennsylvania inside the counting centers uh, where they were tallying up these votes because they didn't want them to challenge these and they know they would have been challenged. So they put things on the windows. They, you know, locked out the, the Republican challengers and there's document case, documented cases. Now, we did have a Supreme Court win in this already, but it was too little too late. And so, unfortunately, the damage was already done. So we're going to have to retroactively go in and recount in these states. So that's what's going to be happening in Pennsylvania and all these states that have been challenged, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, Alabama, many, many states is going to be challenged. Phoenix, Arizona, you know, the whole Arizona state, even in Nevada, I believe. So another thing that you may probably will not hear, I think Maria Bartolona on Fox reported it. I think there may have been one or two others that reported on it, uh, but it's, uh, I think it was Lou Dobbs was the other one. But there's something called Dominion, which is a software program. And what they found is Dominion, uh, it's called Hammer or Scorecard. And not many people are talking about this uh, Dominion hammer or scorecard, but these are algorithm type software programs. And what they do is they take 3% of the vote, 3% of the vote in whatever precinct and they flip it. So votes that initially would be meant for Donald Trump flip to Joe Biden and the numbers change. Now there's a video that's viral that's going around. And in that video, CNN quickly changes the numbers. And what's so amazing about it, and you may have seen it, you may not, is, is that the person on the Republican side and I think also the president, their numbers actually went down in the, in the recalibration of the, tab, you know, the, the tabulation of the votes. Now, how could that be? They went backwards instead of forward. And that showed that in that split second clip, which they cut to the person's face, so you couldn't really see it. But people went frame by frame and saw that there was actually a negative amount that went 500 votes negative for the Republican and 500 plus for the Democrats. So that would be in line with this Dominion uh, software, this hammer program or this um, uh, scorecard. And what it does is it just takes those votes. So if you notice, I think it was in Michigan. I'm, I'm sorry, it might be Minnesota. Forgive me on that, on that one because I'm not 100% sure, but there's been people that have come forward in a Republican precinct 
and one of those two states. And what happened was they found that thousands of these ballots were flipped from Biden to Trump. I think it was maybe Minnesota, but I'm not 100% sure. But uh, they found that the votes were, were flipped from uh, Trump to, um, to, to Biden. And that's exactly what this Dominion program does. And so it's an algorithm. And so in that particular precinct, and then they found 47, eight, you know, I'm sorry, guys, it is Michigan. Now that I think about it, it is Michigan. Okay, I have a lot going on in my brain. So please forgive me. Um, by the way, this is all off the cuff. I just have little, you know, talking points here, but I'm trying to bring as much information as I can to you guys today. It's been a very long day. Uh, so it is Michigan. Um, and they found that in 47 other precincts, the same glitch, they're calling it a glitch, could have happened, could have taken place. So that's significant because if you think about, you know, four to 5,000 votes times 47, we're talking about thousands and thousands of votes and that would flip the entire state. So now we're finding out that that same software program, it was not just used in Michigan, but it was also used in many other states and many of these swing states that were very, you know, right in the center of this whole conversation tonight, guess what? They had the same software. So this is a major problem. And uh, I will tell you that in Venezuela, they use this, the CIA used a program like this to influence the elections before. We've used this in foreign countries as a CIA operation to influence election. Now this same program, this Dominion or scorecard program has been used on the American people. So this is a major, major breaking news that you're not going to hear on probably almost any mainstream reporting. Now, um, Sidney Powell, she is the lawyer for Michael Flynn. She's putting it out there. She's a very intelligent woman and she's part of this team that's helping President Trump. She's aware of this and this information has now got to the president and the administration. So the administration is aware of this. Uh, Sidney Powell is aware of this. Uh, people you know, that are fighting for the president are aware of this and they're going to bring this information to the Supreme Court. And this is a, a bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, because if you think about 3% of the vote in all these crucial swing states, that would flip the election to a landslide for Donald Trump. And that's what we believe would have happened in the, if these were free and fair elections without fraud. But unfortunately, what happened was they allowed this software program, which I think was a deep state operation, to flip the vote uh, up to 3% or more uh, of these votes in these precincts to go towards Joe Biden. So that's the bigger one. I know many people are focused on the watermark right now, and maybe there is some characteristics of some of these ballots that can be differentiated between fraudulent ballots and real ballots. And, you know, that might be another aspect of this. I do believe there's going to be many of those mail ballots that are uh, disqualified for various reasons, whether, you know, they came in too late or the post, uh, you know, the stamp from the post office was illegally postmarked back which we're finding that also happened. Uh, we have videos from uh, you know, the post office where the people in the leadership in the post office uh, actually uh, recommended to their staff that they you know, post date. In other words, uh, make it look like, or they backdate, excuse me, backdate the ballots, which is crazy. And so that's another issue. So, you know, there's that issue uh, in states like Nevada and Arizona. We're finding that people that shouldn't have voted in that state that moved a while back or whatnot voted there anyways. And, uh, and so there's at least 14,000 ballots that are disqualified for that reason. Uh, the other crazy thing is there's people, like I said, that have been dead for 10, 15, 20 years, and somehow they uh, requested an absentee ballot and voted. So it's, it's the fraud is pervasive and it's very, it's verifiable. It's trackable. Um, we have it all. Uh, if you had the inkling that this is what happened, you were right. This is what happened. 
And um, so we're going to look into all those things. And again, don't get discouraged about the watermark thing because I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I'm not able to validate it from what I'm hearing. It's not going to matter anyway. So that's not the big smoking gun. Uh, the bigger smoking gun is Dominion and Scorecard and, uh, you know, some of these algorithms that flip these votes digitally and electronically, which is a big problem. And uh, they're calling it a quote unquote glitch, but that glitch is all around the country. So we're going to find some big things there. So there's all different things that we're able to look into here. Um, now, let me see what else here. There's also witnesses, many, many witnesses. Last number I heard was, uh, you know, a little bit under 100, but I think there's more where people are coming forward. They're, they're signing affidavits. They're, um, you know, they're coming forward and saying, yes, I witnessed uh, voter fraud, you know, and I was part of this uh, group and this is what I saw and they're giving statements. And so all of these are going to be looked into. There's witnesses that are coming forward left and right. There's people that have been sending videos left and right. I mean, the amount and treasure trove of information is really unprecedented. We knew this has been going on for many years, but it's all coming in and it's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. So uh, I want to just say this. Uh, this is breaking news, by the way. Um, but Joe Biden, if he becomes president, which I guarantee he won't, uh, you know, we're praying against it and we, we believe in the name of Jesus that he won't. But he's going to make the mask mandate, uh, you know, for all the people of the United States that every city and every town and every person is going to have to wear a mask. So we can see how dark it's going to be under Joe Biden just with his first quote unquote order as a quote unquote president elect, even though. We don't believe he's going to get in the White House. So what I do think is going to happen here is because some of these Republicans are also outing themselves is I think that the United States is really going to develop into a new party. There's going to be a new party that emerges from this. And it's really the patriots. It's the God-fearing, God-loving patriots, the people that you saw at the Trump rallies, people like myself that weren't necessarily uh, cemented with the Republican Party, but definitely saw the dangers and the radical radical platform of the left. And so definitely couldn't align with the left. And so I went with the Republicans. But what I believe in the end that's going to come out of this is a new party. And that's probably going to be because we see that some of these rhinos on the Republican side also can't be trusted. And they're part of the swamp. And we want to see a restoration take place in our nation, a spiritual revival and awakening like we have not seen in generations. Many of the prophets and the prophecies you know, I've, I've spoke to countless prophets and people in the faith, every, you know, those that I feel have discernment are, are all kind of saying the same thing is, is that we don't feel it's done. We don't feel it's over. And we, we, we feel like the Lord is asking us to continue to pray, to continue and to seek the Lord, to continue to press ahead and not to give up. I believe this is a defining moment for the church that we're going to really have to stand in this moment in faith. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with faith, we can move the mountain, even if it's a small amount of faith, like the faith of a mustard seed. So let's believe in faith. And um, let's see what else here. You know, the Democrats are funny. They said before, uh, you know, President Trump was in office during the Obama administration that there's no way that anybody could interfere with the election system, that it was ironclad and we have the best system. Well, then the president got in there for four years. They tried to convince us that Russians had colluded with the president and somehow interfered in the election. Now that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have quote unquote one, even though they haven't. Uh, now they're saying that the election system is ironclad again. So it's amazing how quick they changed their narrative. I hope that you see that. Um, Judge Jeanine Pirro has been suspended from Fox. She was going to come out with the staunch support of the Republicans and the president of the United States, really with the president. And, uh, you know, Rupert Murdoch and the Fox team decided to suspend her because they didn't want her to be heard. 
and they didn't want her to give her defense and to talk about voter fraud and some of the things that Lou Dobbs and Maria Bartolomo did uh, because Judge Jeanine Pirro would have come out, you know, smoking and she's a judge and I can only imagine the case that she'd put out there. So now she's being suspended and I hope that her voice is heard, but this should show us the true colors of Fox. I think many have seen this in the course of this election that Fox News is compromised. That's why people are moving in the droves to watch Newsmax and OAN and some of the alternative channels, including this one. It's because people don't trust the mainstream news for their news anymore, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Um, you know, somebody had a question, why aren't they covering this? Why are more people covering it? I think I've kind of mentioned this earlier, but they're not covering it because they don't want you to know the truth. And we can see what I've been saying for a long time is that 90% of the mainstream media is owned by six corporations. Those six corporations control the narrative. And so when you have a media that's 90% owned by six corporations, no, never more is it obvious and apparent than right now when they're censoring the president of the United States, 70 million people plus voted for President Trump, and yet our voices somehow can't be heard. We're meant to be censored, according to these people that want to silence our voice, that want to take away our voice, that want to silence our president, and they're not reporting on massive stories like the Biden laptop, like the the, the conspiracy that, uh, and, and, and when I say conspiracy, I mean it's a real life. Uh, you know, they conspired, uh, China and the Biden family, they conspired together. And there's money that's been laundered through the Biden family from China in order to pay out for pay for play. We found that on the laptop. That's a criminal thing. There's quid quo pro in Ukraine with Joe Biden and Burisma and the son. Same thing in China. And so there, there's a complete, you know, blackout in the media where they haven't reported that. Now the same thing with Operation uh, Dominion, uh, I'm sorry, Operation Hammer with Dominion and Scorecard, same thing. You're only hearing a very small element of the media reporting on this because they don't want you to know the truth. They don't want you to know the truth. And people are saying, well, why is George W. Bush coming out in favor of Joe Biden? Well, I'll tell you why, because he's part of the deep state cabal. I told you, it's, it's like one coin, but it's like, you know, Two different sides, the same coin, the deep state. People are going to start understanding this. Our country has been infiltrated by the deep state, and it's been for 30 plus years this way since JFK until Donald Trump came. Now, was Ronald Reagan a real president? Yes, he was. And he was a good president. But most presidents uh, in, the, in the last 30 plus years have been deep state members, and they're just, you know, a different side of the coin, but the same coin. And so George Bush and George Bush Sr., that's the story with them. And that's why they're showing their true colors as well. So lots of information out there. I know I just kind of dumped a bunch of stuff on you guys. I, what I hear is that the Department of Justice probably won't do anything for about 10 days. And that's because there's a protocol when it comes to elections and there's a period of time that they need to wait. And so there is investigations that are going on. There is information that's coming in in the droves. The Trump campaign have smoking gun evidence I believe President Trump will continue to be president of the United States, but we're going to have to let this play out. The biggest thing is not to grow weary in doing good, is not to get discouraged right now, to understand the authority that the church has, to pray and fast and pray this through all the way, and to actually be the church, because that's what God wants out of this whole thing. Is he wants two things. Number one, for the church to exercise the authority that we're supposed to be walking in as the head, not the tail, and how we handle this. And secondly, he wants to show everybody in the world that he's God, and he's the one who's on the throne. And even when it looks like it's an absolute miracle, and there's no way it could happen, God can do all things because he's God. So we just need to trust in him. And, you know, again, I know I, I'm making, you know, a lot of, 
presumptions here. People say, well, how do you know? I know in my spirit, I'm praying. Each day we're asking the Lord for direction and wisdom. I'm tired. I'm sure you're tired. But we're going to pray this through, ladies and gentlemen, because we have faith. And we believe that God is hearing and responding to the prayers of the righteous. And we believe he wants to give Donald Trump four more years, not because of Donald Trump, but because he wants the church to have the ability to have an extension to the reprieve so that we can be about his business and we can do it freely. There will be tremendous persecution under Joe Biden. We're already seeing it with the national mask mandate that he wants to initiate. That's his first order of business. There's going to be many dark things if he were to become president that we would see from a religious liberty standpoint, from a constitutional standpoint, from so many different standpoints. This is what I've been warning about. But I believe right now... It hangs in the balance, and God is saying, church, what are you going to do? Are you going to stand in the season? Are you going to stand up right now? And I say yes to that. That's our answer is yes. In the name of Jesus, we will stand. We will pray this through until the very end. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast. God bless you guys. I'll come again live soon. Thank you. Talk to you.